So you, you really like the blue cards? Uh, I Originally I was just like, I think I'm going to try to make poison work. Uh, I think that a lot of people play untuned decks going in. And, you know, we have to compromise a lot playing poison. We don't we lose a lot of our plus four, plus four capability. But, you know, we can just play another guy. We can play Necropede. We talked about playing Necropede anyway. Um, there's decent pump spells we can play. You just play the fourth uh, Gitaxian Probe. Sure. Like, oh, we just play a, We're so rich now that we don't have minds of the best. We can just play the fourth Gitaxian Probe. Um, and I just spitballing, and I'm like, oh, we could play a blue aggro strategy and maybe not be poison. I think there's other possibilities that are, are sure. worth talking about. Hi, everybody. He's Michael J. Flores. I'm Brad David Marshall. This is part two of our Innistrad set review. We're talking about blue cards, and uh, we're going to skip right over Armored Scab. Actually, maybe we're not. What are you, one, four for three? Top four cards of your library into your graveyard? I mean, we wouldn't really play this. Poor man's, poor man's alchemy? <laughs> He's just like a Deceiver Exert without Flash. <laughs> but like... I mean, why would you ever play this? Yeah, no. Um, I could just see playing Deceiver Exert for Val in the standard. Sure. You know, Bat for the Brink is the card that we talked about I, today. I think this card's kind of exciting. Like, it's the really more exciting. I've thought about it, like, for you, you, for an enchantment, uh, exile a creature card from your graveyard and pay its mana cost, Put a token into the battlefield that's a copy of that card. Activate this ability anytime you can cast a short shot. You need a free turn six, that's the thing about it. Like, you play this deck card in a deck where you're like... A really good example might be some sort Think of... Think about your masterpiece deck. I was saying, that's what I was going to say. In the mirror match. Yeah. You play this yes. in the mirror match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, I can see having two of these in your sideboard. This is, you know what this card is? Debtor's now. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. This is your mirror match. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, uh, I agree 100%. So, uh, you're like... And you're forbidden activate. So you, you can actually activate it the turn it comes uh, into play? If you, yeah, of course you could. I mean, you just have oh, to. Oh, you have to pay its cost. Okay, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, you don't, yeah, you're probably not going to do it the first time, but if they don't deal with it quickly, there's going to be primeval titans that they took the time to kill previously Correct. that are getting back or, you know, whatever. Snapcaster mages, whatever they were talking about. Oh, yeah. Snapcaster yeah, you know, like Snapcaster made flash that back. Oh, wow. <laughs> this card is a very... I don't... I mean, you obviously can't play a main deck, but... No, I... For the mirror match, I, it seems superb. I definitely see, you know, like some Pro Tour, Game 4, coming down to a battle over this card. You know what I mean? Like, I think this card's really... Oh, you know what this is? Because it's, it's literally back in the brink, right? Like, it's going to be one of those games like McCarroll versus, uh, versus Keller, where... You watch the game in the Pro Tour Finals, like, whoever you think's going to win the game, the other guy actually wins. It was, like, the most insane. I'm like, well, for sure he's going to win. And then, like, three turns later, the other guy wins. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be, like, you know, some some studs, like, first turn Bird, second turn Liliana. They're playing, like, the Solar Flare Masterpiece Mirror Man. He's, like, crushing him with with Liliana. The other guy's, like, just just maintaining his lands. He's getting crushed by Liliana. He's, like, back from the brink. The guy's like, oh, crap. And then yeah, think about comes it. Like, back. You get this whole game where you're just fighting. You're, like, playing guys. You're playing guys. Your opponent's, like, just killing you, killing you. Flash, you know, flashback my, my Diabolic Edict with Snapcaster Mage. Kill your guy, kill your guy. And then it's like, all right, I got you. And then you're like, draw my card. Back from the break. And then Am I just, dead? And you just start doing it all over again. Or even, like, even like as the last card in some sort of, like, Burning Pod deck. Like, as an alternative. Like, that's not a dude. So, I mean, like, you only have so many sixes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a Birthing Pod deck, I, I, I question that, but I love it in a Masterpiece deck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Imagine flashing back the, the O13 with this. Like, ugh. This, uh, by the way, you know, we were talking about 
Commander, this card is insane. I'm putting... I'm, putting on, the prowl, I'm <laughs> on the prowl for a foil version of this card immediately this weekend. So they bottle this coffee? It's yeah. really good. Yeah, it comes in this bottle. Um, yeah. You pay less rent because it's so Yes, cool. yeah. Um, yeah, this, card, this card's great. Uh, and, and, you know, super fun. Battleground Geist, Geist... Five mana for three, six, five, blah, Counterpart. So this is... I, mean, I this love is this card. One UU. Put a token onto the battlefield that's a copy of target creature you control. Flashback, five UU. So this is like Snapcaster Mage, five through eight. I didn't know about that. Five through twelve? <laughs> you're not going to get... You're not going to flash your back. I mean, it's kind of worse than Phantasmal Image. Oh my gosh, you know what you should Phantasmal Image? The guy that's the unblockable... Hexproof guy, because they can't forget him anyway. Oh, that's, that's actually a sick guy. That's that actually pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I but like that. You can't equip it now. <laughs> oh yeah, you can't. Right. Still, it's kind of. In- but can't, can't, this card seems fine to me, right? Like, if you have any kind of good, any type of good creature, yeah, he's fine. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't think you, but I think a phantasmal image in the deck that we've been talking about is probably way better because yeah, I'd know, rather copy. I don't know where. I don't know where. I don't know where you're playing. Right, you can't target their creature. Yeah, like uh, again, this is a great commander card. Do we play? Do we play Phyrexian Metamorph in that deck? We got to right. Actually, I, I like Phyrexian Metamorph a lot. Um, so, uh, civilized scholar. This card's interesting. He's like yeah. a three-mana looter, and then he becomes that, homicidal brute. Right, that's... Yeah, not playing a, yeah. a mana and time-committed 5-1. I mean, the thing is, you, you're definitely looking to get cards into your graveyard, but... Not this way. You, I mean, you'd rather play Merfolk Looter, right? Like, Merfolk Looter has been played in reanimator decks. Sure. Right, Merfolk Looter's been played... At three-mana, you'd much rather play Jace's Archivist than this guy. Yeah. Well... You don't I know think it's dodgy up. about helping the other guy. That's the only thing. What if what if you what if you went like turn two zombie infestation, turn three Jace's archivist? What if I won the lottery? I mean that'd be awesome. Good congratulations. Uh, claustrophobia. So this is uh, enchant creature. This is just thirst, right? Tap yeah, enchanted pay, creature. Thirst you have to pay every right, right? Right. It's, I mean this is really good. This is first pick unlimited. Yeah, sure. Narcolepsy, whatever you want to call this card. First pick it. It's Curiosity, awesome. when that card first came out, I was a top eight machine with it. Top eighted every... If only there was a hexproof unblockable creature you could put this on. And there, if there is, and I don't think I will play Curiosity really? in it. I don't. I, I, that seems... It seems foolish to People me. People can help. They can go in the comments and, and do the homework that you didn't do then. I mean, I think that this... I mean, it's really good. We should put this in five separate blog posts instead of one blog post with... Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'm going to. Like the white, blue. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. Uh, Curse of the Bloody Tome. So these are curses. They Imagine there were something I would rather do for Ruin 2. Yeah, like cast Forbidden Alchemy. Yeah, like, I don't care about this card. I don't care what it says. Well, at the beginning of Enchanter's Player, you could, you could enchant yourself, and you could mill two cards every turn. So, which has some value to you. I mean, you get... You, value enough that I'm playing a card instead of casting Forbidden Alchemy for the same mana cost... To get fewer cards in, into three, my in three turns, you're gonna have six cards in your graveyard. Or I could have. But you're not gonna have any cards, cards in your hand. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna have any cards in your hand that you, you get from this. I can't imagine. Um, double face card, Delver Secrets. This card seems super like 
uh, exciting for limited if you somehow have enough sorcerers in instance. All right, so it's a one mana at the beginning of your upkeep. So one, one for one for you, yeah. So... Beginning of your upkeep, look at the top card of your library. You may reveal that card. If an instant or sorcery card is revealed that way, transform Delver. This is just a constructed playable card, isn't it? And then it becomes a 3-2 flyer. And it sticks as a 3-2, right? Yeah, it it never transforms back unless something weird happens. Yeah, I mean, like... Maybe it's probably just straight in our deck, actually. <laughs> it's really, it's actually pretty good. It has evasion, too? Yeah, I mean, you know, you just have to, you have to reveal an instant. I mean, and it's going to happen. Actually, this card's probably better in Constructed than it is in Limited. Because, like, honestly, you're, you're playing a Limited deck. What do you have? Like, 14 or 15 creatures? So our deck we were talking about has Dismember, uh, Gitaxian, Gitaxian Probe, Probe and uh, Mana Leak, and... Mental Misstep? Uh, maybe Mental Misstep. Actually, with all these ones, maybe. <laughs> and uh, But for sure, uh, Twisted Image. So right. it's probably like at least 16 Sorcerer's Instance. And we have enough that we want to play Snapcaster Mage. This guy might be just... Yeah, and you could also play Ponder with this guy. And oh, no, it's great with Ponder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't, you're like, oh, oh, I didn't flip. Oh, good thing I have this Ponder. Ponder, next turn I'm going to flip one. Next turn I might flip two of them. Wow. You know? Yeah, this guy, I, I think he's in. He's Actually, I like him a lot. Okay, Insectile Aberration. That's his name when he's flipped. He's a human insect. Cool. He's a human. Human insect. He's, he's, uh, he's Jeff Goldman Jeff, in the fly. Yeah. Uh, deranged assistant. So, what was Milliken? Was that the guy? Yeah, he's Milliken. He's Milliken. One you tap, uh, put the top card of your library into your graveyard, and one to your mana pool for a 1-1. He might be playable. You might play this guy in Constructed. I certainly think that you could. In fact, maybe we should just play him, because he seems alright. <laughs> We're okay, playing our, our are we playing have, him in this deck, or are we playing him in yeah, the masterpiece? Our, yeah, but our deck doesn't have any uh, doesn't have any way to exploit the graveyard. Other than but the masterpiece deck does. Yeah. So maybe you, you were talking about needing. No, but the, you, you have enough with Green Sun Zenith. Okay. And, you know, I don't think you want to invest in one ones for two if you have Green Sun Zenith and Ramping. Sure. No, let's not be crazy. We've All already right. got Bird. Dissipate. Uh, a long and storied history of being pretty good. Yeah, I mean, the, the, it's better than Cancel. It's way better than Cancel. Not as good as Hinder. No. <laughs> um, Dream Twist, one, it's you, for an instant, target player puts top three cards of his or her library into her graveyard flashback, one, you. Yeah, I wouldn't play it standard. Pretty nice art. Forbidden Alchemy. I mean, yeah, the thing is, you could just play Forbidden Alchemy. Forbidden Alchemy. To you, instant, you previewed this card. This card just... Close to, if not the best card in the set, in my opinion. It's, it's, first of all, the art is spectacular. Right? It's... Forbidden. It's it's spectacular. It's verboten. Uh, look at that four cards you library. Do you think that's the German name, verboten? Alchemy. Yeah, I'm sure it is. With a K, alchemy. Look at that four cards you library. Put one of them in your hand, so which is awesome. Yeah. Right? It's impulse. It's impu- it's, this is very Dreamcast-like. Right, impulse. And then put the rest of them in your graveyard. Only you want to have cards. And then it has flashbacks. It's actually like a, a kicked probe. Is what it's yeah. like. <laughs> Without having to pay the kicker. Yeah. it's This card's awesome. Uh, it's really good. I, it's probably not the best card, but it's, it's top five for sure. Uh, I mean, it certainly just fuels a lot of different strategies. Like, the thing is, I think there's a lot of new paradigms with this set. Like, in terms but of, like... This card is the reason why I think, like, you just said first turn bird, second turn forbidden alchemy, and you flip over unburial rights and a fatty. Your opponent's got, like, one... they got to kill your bird. And even if they kill your bird, they got to stop you from drawing two lands. Right. And, you know, you're just so... Like, imagine you went first, your opponent's playing White Weenie, right? You're like, 
bloop, bloop, third turn Primeval Titan. It's just insane. It, at, at a loss of... It's actually a gigantic net gain of card advantage, in fact. Yeah. Now you're going to be, like, set up to, to flash back the Forbidden Alchemy because your Primeval Titan set you up. It's just... I mean, Burial Rites, this... Awesome Fatties... Divine Reckoning, whatever. Yeah, they're all in the deck, bro. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. You go to Philadelphia next weekend, you play in the grudge match. Okay? Is this stuff legal for next week? Yeah. Okay. You, 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 you're, you're done with the day. Yeah. Right? Wherever. You did very well, though. I'm not saying you bombed that. Right. You're done. You're doing a draft with John Becker. Okay. Okay? John's on your team. He lays out his deck. How many, port- in, how many Fortress Crabs does John have in his deck? How many Fortress Crabs were there in the draft? How many... And, and and how many color... What color is that? Is that the third or the fourth color? It's like, sorry guys, i got to splash a fourth color for these three Fortress Crabs. It's on his no-pass list, I'm sure. <laughs> John Becker's no-pass list. Do you remember the four-color Jugon deck? And <laughs> he three-overed the four-color like, Jugon I deck. I can't get through a Fortress Crab. <laughs> Like my one fives are just class I've seen people playing I, I hate the art on this card, by the way. This is like right, cool yeah. I don't like this card at all. I've seen people like already playing it in their in their lists. Why? Tell Three mana counter spells for the most part stink. This doesn't even really counter. But like even if it doesn't counter, they still discard a card. Okay, so ooh, now suddenly we're playing coercions that can't aim. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, value? I don't know. Yeah, sometimes you get a two-for-one. And then it never happens again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Grasp of Phantoms is just whatever. It's fine. Hysterical Blindness, whatever. Um, Invisible Stalker! Yep. Invisible Stalker is the reason that uh, that we thought about what we are talking about. So, the base of the deck we want to play is going to be Snapcaster Mage, which we'll get to, but I'm sure every single person listening yeah, to this yeah. podcast knows what the Snapcaster Mage is. Snapcaster Mage. I mean, we, we haven't barely talked about a single card without eventually coming around to a Snapcaster Mage. And Invisible Stalker, and, uh-huh. like, Invisible Stalker is obviously, he's insane with a sword, right? right? If you just play a sword with Invisible Stalker in play, it's getting equipped. Like, there, there are relatively few ways that the opponent's going to be able to stop you, especially in a Mana League Snapcaster Mage deck. Right. And you're in, okay? So I was like, well, is a sword the best thing we can do? And maybe it is. We play a polychromatic deck. Maybe a sword is the best thing we can do. I was like, well, let's think outside the box a little bit. And what I was proposing to Brian, which was his homework that he didn't do, is mono blue beatdown. And I wanted to play Stratocide. Stratocide costs one more mana to equip, but with Invisible Stalker, you kill pretty fast. Oh, hold on a second. Just going back for a second to the white card, you were talking about Pure Steel Paladin? Yeah. What if you Stratocide in that deck and you can equip Stratocide for, for free? free? But you want to play straight with it. The, the Type 2 version has been traditionally blue white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just something to think about. No, Mark Herbrockles might be a. Yeah. But the, this seems like it's just the cards are just coming together in my imagination. And then actually, I like that. I hadn't thought about the, the flip card that's a 3 2. Yeah, the Insectile Operation, yeah. I mean, he also carries a sword quite nicely. Yeah, for sure. Like, typically, you see a card that that's good, that good in blue. He has to sacrifice someone to equip it. You know, <laughs> so I mean, those guys may be phantasmal images. I really like the idea of like phantasmal imaging somebody's titan. You know, sure. It's like, sure. Uh, you imagine somebody's like prime evil titan. You're like, I like, I like the idea of phantasmal imaging your your invisible stalker. You yeah, know, that's weird. So I can't do anything about it. You know, boom. right? What if you like phantasmal image their primeval titan, get two more islands, and now you have lethal stratocide? Like you're just like. 
I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a, it, I, I, I just, I love this idea. So it's Snapcaster Mage, Invisible, I would play like 16 to 18 guys. Sure. Um, those two guys for sure. Probably the, the, the one mana guy. Uh, Phantasmal Image. I think we might need to have like a, um, some kind of, by the, by the uh, way, consecrated sphinx. Yeah, and by the way, Phantasmal Image can also copy your 3-2 flyer. Oh, he just straight in a th- so two mana for three two flyer. Yeah, take it. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, then uh, you have um, Stratocide and Sword of Feast. It's for sure. It's like probably to start with fourth Sword of Feast and Panda. In which case, it might just be the case that we don't stay mono blue and we go blue black because uh, there are a lot of black cards that you might want to play with uh, with Snapcaster Mage like Dismember. Let's say. I mean, not that you need to pay the black for it. You don't have to play the black. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Despise is actually pretty... Despise is really, really good natural synergy with uh, Snapcaster. Yeah. Image. But I was thinking, you know, for sure, I want to play Twisted Image. Probably want to play Spellskite in this deck, but Spellskite... Yeah. I mean, like, you're like, Snapcaster Mage with a Spellskite in play, sword down, and they're like, kill that... No, you're not going to kill that guy. In fact, that guy's going to kill your face. Yeah. <laughs> I just... It seems like such an elegant deck. And, and it just... I don't remember. When's the last time somebody battled with, like... A 24 island deck. Like, that 24 was island deck. aggro deck. Yeah, 24 island aggro the, deck. The, like, the interesting thing about this format to me is that it, it does twist a couple things. Like, I think there's also a blue red aggro deck. Blue red aggro is bizarre, right? Like, traditionally, blue red is combo or some sort of, like, so inept control deck. Or whatever. Grimlob Amancer. First up, Grimlob Amancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. DI small casting cost things, Snapcaster Mage. I, I was just thinking, actually, for, for Blue Red, I was thinking more like Stonecrook Noble, Blood Craze Neonate, Storm, Stormblood Berserkers, uh, Tezzeret's Gambit. Oh, Bolt, Bolt Charge. Charge. Yeah. Let's well, save this for Red. Yeah. <laughs> I, was thinking completely, I was thinking like more like uh, mid range blue beatdown, like we were talking about the mono blue, but with. Grimlob Mancer and some eliminations. Yeah, which you could also do in this deck very easily. I, I think Blue Black is also a... a I, really, I really like the swords. I mean, I think you get so much advantage off the swords. It's so good. It's Sword Stalker, but Stratocide Stalker. Like, no one is Stratocide in standard right. yet. The card seems so powerful. It, it, it costs a lot. I mean, it costs a lot, kind of. Like, you don't have to... It, it's the kind of card, I think, that you don't have to play it on turn three, right? Sure. You, you're like... You sit there and you're like bluing them, and you're like twisted image that you know, like you could. Like we talked about before you. You could play like a precursor golem, and then draw three cards off a of precursor golem, or you're killing their, you're killing their uh, spell skites, and then you know you have like five or six lands in play, and you're you the whole game you've been playing like a flash counter spell, but you like, pay only one or two mana at a time, and you're like you know what, boom boom six. Think about how much how much more. Just clean your deck is where you're like turn two this, turn two invisible stalker, turn three play a sword. Swords cost two to play. Two to equip. Two to three to play. Two to equip. Yep. You play it. Next turn you're like equip, and then you have like mana leak open, or you, you have just play pre combat snapcaster mage and like activate whatever you want, get yeah. any other mana, and then you use it. Yeah, it's I I, I really like swords, and we get to call the deck actual lightsabers. Actual, I think it's a blue sword. I mean, this guy with blue green sword is probably pretty good. Oh wait, maybe not. <laughs> Revised position. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not blue green sword. Yeah, but, but I, I think I think this card is I think this card's really good. I think you're right. I, I 
even if it's not straight blue stratocide, which I mean, obviously you get excited about certain ideas. Like I was like, ooh, stratocide. I mean, I really like stratocide as a possibility in in the in, in the, the white in deck. the white deck. You can build a mono white deck that has some kind of evasion. Like it's blue red better than blue black? If we go, I don't know. Blue, blue red, blue red's pretty exciting. But so what do we what do we get? In blue red incinerate. Bolt charge if you have any kind of uh, counters that you want to. Those are kind of, kind of expensive. Whatever. We could play. Um, play shock. Said, what's the one that's one mana for for split two damage? Is that not in I anymore? I think that's not in anymore. Okay. But you get Arc Trail. Arc Trail's fine. Arc Trail's very good. Yeah, that could be good. Um, I, I'm, can you imagine Stack Caster Mage back in Arc Trail? I can imagine it. <laughs> well, what I, the thing that I'm concerned about is I just want to, I'm thinking about things that cost one so that we can like really get a lot of fast value out of Snapcaster Mage. Right. So uh, and then also like we have spare mana open so we can like cast a spell and then use Grimavamancer. That's what I'm more concerned about. Like having things that cost two or th- like Volt Charge and Hedrus sure, sure. Gambit. All of a sudden now you don't have the mana to do the exciting things that we're trying to do with sure, Snapcaster sure. Mage and and Grimlavamancer while setting up Invisible Stalker. And right, sword. By the way, like, how much better has Grimlavamancer gotten all this? Like, everyone's like, oh, Grimlavamancer's worse because of, like, the lack of the fetch lands. But, like, Grimlavamancer and Mulch... The blue-red version, we should play the Milliken guy. <laughs> Milliken guy's in now. The guy got called up from the miners. Yeah. I, I think I like the blue-black version more. Okay. Because, like, like it, there's just such natural synergy with, like, Despise, Dismember... Sure. I put Inquisition calls like this on my bruise, but I sure, yeah, I mean, you have, Doom, you have Doomblade or go for the throat if you want. Yeah, those are fine. Yeah, no. Um, uh, then, are there maybe some? We wouldn't go all the way up to a Grave Titan, would we? There's something. No, I think that, I think that's a different deck, right? Like, I think there is absolutely a blue black a blue black control deck that's like Snapcaster Mage and the new Diabolic Edict. And no, I, I want to be despise and everything you're talking about. One and two mana, like, fast play, Snapcaster Mage, Tempo Tempo, check sure. my sword with a mana sure. leak open, and then kill sure. them. And there's, you know, I mean, you know you could, I mean, it sounds crazy, but you know what card might be good in that deck? Unsummon. I don't think that's crazy at all. I was actually unsummon, thinking about Unsummon, unsummon, Snapcaster Mage, my unsummon, yeah, here, pick up your well, stupid tree and your stupid thing. What I was thinking about is my opponent's attacking me with, like, some huge green dork, right? Hey. Like, alright, uh, block that guy, with my snap flash block with Snapcaster Mage, unsummon my Snapcaster Mage. You're like, we can do this for a while. <laughs> and like, why am I playing green? <laughs> or, or, or it's like, you know, you have the, the red-white sword equipped, and you're like, unsummon that guy. I think we want to go like six swords. Unsummon that guy, Snapcaster Mage, unsummon that guy, attack you. And you're like, take two extra damage, too. Well, how about this? What if we go like six swords, but instead of like extra resort sword, we can go like Two batter skull. He's just like a bad Bane Slayer angel. Sure. You could put him on an invisible stalker. And <laughs> it's pretty abusive, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't given up on Mono Blue yet, but I think Blue Black might be good. I, am I just married to Stratocide that doesn't make any I sense? think you might be a little too mad. Like, the thing is, it's, it's six mana, right? It's three, and then it's three. Yeah. Like, I would never accept <laughs> this if you were, like, Stratocide. And yeah, like, <laughs> 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 so. <laughs> the thing is, The thing is, if it sticks... It's obviously... A yeah, you win really fast. Right, there's just two attacks and they're dead. They have basically are all in on Diabolic Edict. Right? Or yeah. Day of Judgment. If you bug your... Like, and you have the ability to, like... Counterspell. Counterspell those things. Yeah. Um, Laboratory Maniac. I was thinking also uh, Man War Guy in that deck. Might be no, Ether Adept. Yeah. 
Maybe. But maybe that's too much of a compromise because we're just one color. Right. We'd never consider playing a card like that if you were two colors, no. right? No, there's no. I mean, we have on. I mean, we have unsummon. Like, I think unsummons. Like the fact that you get to like double unsummon off of Snapcaster Mage. Like, you get to turn it into an undo. It's an undo, and then you slam down your sword. Like, all their mana is committed on their turn. Yeah. I was, you know, guy. I was also thinking about playing in that deck, just like Deceiver I took for Val. He has flash. He has four butt. He screws up somebody else's attack with a sword. You know, like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a... And then, like, your counterswing is going to be devastating with him. I, I think it's playable. I'm not sure if it's the right play, but... Um, uh, anyway. There's there's directions we can go, but I really like Snapcaster Mage, Invisible Stalker, cheap early plays. Insectile Aberration. And then, like, just light mana leak yeah. and... Right, and, and remember, we, like, that's interesting, because we're talking about Unsummon, right? Like, we need to put, like, all these kind of instants in our deck if we play the one drop. Yeah. You know. Ah, is, there, is there, like, a legitimate capsized slash into the Royal type card we can play, not, like, Unsummon, but, like, a, a more... There, there is. There's... Uh, hold on, where is it? I'm just concerned about dealing with Gideon Jura. That's the... Oh, no, I don't think... I don't think there's anything that gets... Like, there's Silent Departure, which is blue... Return target creature to its owner hand. Its owner's hand flashback, but it's not. Well, let's go through all the cards and then. Yeah. Uh, so where were we? We were in Laboratory Maniac. To you for a two-two. If you draw a card while your library has no cards in it, you win the game instead. Uh, people are actually trying to build decks around this. God forbid someone would play this member. <laughs> um, Come on. It's exciting for me is to play this card. And this is something you should Leveler. probably no. Uh, just in Commander, like there's a lot of ways to. Just like, just, yeah, like a demonic consultation. Naming a card that's not in my deck. During my upkeep. And what can play that in my deck? And then I draw nothing. And, then, everyone, and then you win all the games. Oh, wait, so I have laboratory, one laboratory maniac in my deck, and I have a demonic consultation, a vampire tutor, and a mystical tutor? Yeah. And a demonic tutor. Yeah. Oh, it seems alright, actually. <laughs> You're like, uh, I win. Can I, like, Vendillion click them first to make sure they can't do anything? Yes, you can. Is this supposed to be a fun format? I win all the games. We're playing a five-player game. I win them all. Is that like 15 Planeswalker points? How does that work? Wait, so I was thinking, this is a serious question. Yeah. If Eric Smith or 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 Paul or someone is at Johnny's, can we sanction Johnny Draft? No. Why? Because it's not a WPN location. Or, it's not a sanctioned tournament organizer. Can we just get a sanction? you got to look through the, the rules for... Sanctioning tournaments. You gotta, you gotta become a tournament organizer. Tournament organizers are tied to store locations. For everyone? So there's no. Except for some premier tournaments. I thought like back in the you could have like. Back in the day is not. They changed you know, things have changed, yeah. Let's not, let's not do the Plain Talker Points podcast. Okay, I'm just asking yeah. a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't uh, trying to be all political yeah. about it. Lantern Spirit, to you, blah, blah, blah. Blind. Lost in Mist, uh, 3 UU, so Cryptic Commandish. Counter target spell for five mana, return target permanent to its owner's hand. Yeah, I mean, you're pretty generous with your appellation of cryptic command. <laughs> like, if this were UU2, and at the same text, it would still be unplayable. <laughs> I mean... It's not unplayable. It would... I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's not Five good. mana? It's not good. This card is going to blow you the hell out. In limited. limited. Let yeah, me yeah, tell yeah. you. Yeah, you know this card is going to blow you the hell out of this V-Mashwitz's block constructed sideboard too <laughs> and you know from across the room uh 
Gabriel Nassif is going to be high-fiving him because he's also got this garbage in his sideboard. But, you know, after that weekend, people are, I cannot believe I lost to that terrible five-minute cryptic command that name I can't remember. <laughs> like, I lost to it, too. Very stupid team. Uh, Ludovic's test subject, which turns into Ludovic's abomination. So this is sort of like the countdown transform cards. Uh, for one U, you can put a counter, hatchling counter on the test subject. And when there are five counters... You transform it, and it becomes a 13-13 trampler. Nice. Well, pretty good if you have some way to... I can't believe your office is one block away from John. I walk by it literally every time. Yeah, I... You gonna play this card? No. No? I wasn't even listening. <laughs> Makeshift Mauler is just move along. Remember, that was an interesting card. This is a very interesting card. Target player shuffles up to three target cards from his or her graveyard into his or her library. So it's a Gator's Blessing-ish card. It doesn't draw an extra, but you get to flash it back. But you get to flash it back for green. And, you know, if you're in, like, we talked about these Masterpiece decks, if you're in a mirror match... I could totally see playing this card. Yeah. Yeah, this is... I'm not you sure might even have, You might even have one main deck. Just depending on the... Depends on the metagame. Depends on the metagame, depends on your build. Well, you know what it really depends on? Like, your Friday Night Magic metagame. Yeah. So, like, Friday Night Magic matters now. You know, I... How many, how many years has there been Magic? Years, right? 18 years? I've been tournament player for at least 16 of those years. Yeah. Uh, serious, relatively serious tournament player during some of the time. I have never played in a Friday Night Magic in my entire life. But now Friday Night Magic matters, right? Right. It matters like a PTQ, almost. <laughs> so, um, like Chris Lansdell, uh, Lansdellicious on Twitter, he's asked me about the blue-green Infect deck a few weeks ago. And I was like, you know, they tell, they tell me there's too much red. You know, you don't want to play it. It's not that I can't be red. I feel like if I played this deck... I might not want to play against red, but I feel like I have the tools. Sure. I can beat anything. Sure. You might want to draw if you're playing against yeah. red. So, but I mean, that's how I feel about the deck. You know, I, I think I can beat anybody, but if if there's a lot of red in the tournament, in the room, you know, I'm going to make a different choice. Yeah, that, that's that's a thing. It's a difference between saying you can't beat someone or you can't beat someone versus whether or not you're going to subject yourself to something, right? So, he's like, no, actually, my Friday Night Magic is... Uh, Callblade, Valakut, and Black Blue. That's all people play. I'm like, well, if that's the case, then Blue Green infects really good. So he played, and he went three and one, and he he only lost the exact same situation that I did. So against Black Blue, his opponent's got like seven poison. He has a library lash and play, and like six turns go by, and he's no guy. Sure. And he's like, yeah, I just easily beat Valakut. There's not enough guys in the deck. Adding four more guys. Yeah, So, but the fact is, you know, if that's your Friday Magic situation, you're like, you know, uh, when I was when I was coming up in Ohio, you're gonna do well in a tournament. And back then we didn't understand like playing the same deck over and over, like learning things. Sure. Except Ben Murray, he would always play his blue red deck, and he would always be in the finals. So just play whatever I wanted. If you're smart, you know that the end of the tournament's gonna be worth for Jason Opalka, or Ben Murray. So you gotta play to beat that guy, not play to beat like the three homeless guys that sure. that were that came up, you know, in the mid in the, you know in the midterm. So, so, which anyway. is a long way of saying Memory Journey might be the right card if people are playing. At Friday Night Magic, yeah. which is basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mind Shrieker. So, 1-1 one, one Flyer. For two. For two. Target player puts top card of his or library into his or her graveyard. And Mind Shrieker gets plus X, plus X until I determine where X is that creature. Is that card from converted mana cost? It's like a monster card in limited. Yeah. That's so, true. First one. So, you could be decking them and you're. S- and you're just like swinging. Or, or like you could. You can also just be like putting cards in your own library. Yeah, yeah, you can be putting cards in your own library. 
it's a animate for two. Yeah. So like, if you just know like your top cards are like two huge guys, you can just. Is this card playable all in your blue deck? I actually think this might be. I, <laughs> is this card playable in your blue deck? It's like alternate win condition. <laughs> it's, it's actually not that bad. Like, I don't know. Like getting cards into your bin is not a bad thing. This is a slammer. Like if you're playing against like the masterpiece, you know they have like sixes in their deck. You're just like, wait. You also might hit a land, right? right for sure. So, sure. I don't know. It's a little erratic, but I know that I don't want to play against this in limited very often. So that's why they made it rare. Right. Yeah. This way I can grow werewolf when I lose to it. Yeah. Uh, Mirror Mad Phantasm three UU for five one flying. And then it has a long block is of it, text. Is it a shroud? No. Next. No, well, hold on for a second, because it has one U, Mirror Med Phantasm's owner, shuffles it into his or her library. If that player does, he or she reveals cards from the top of that library until a card named Mirror Med Phantasm is revealed. The player puts that card onto the battlefield, and all of the cards are revealed this way into his or her graveyard. So when you have seven, it might do something interesting. Well, it does something very interesting. Uh, and so one of the things people have been talking about with this card is... So if you get this into play, you phantasmal image it, and then you and you only have one of these, yeah. and then you activate your phantasmal image, you can deck yourself for your laboratory maniac. Just saying. Just get it out there. Right, I'm not saying we want to do that. <laughs> it, it might it might be good at your Friday night magic. <laughs> I don't see how. You're talking about playing like the third <laughs> I remember I had a gym class in high school and Two kids were missing, and it was like one of them was like the bean pole. His dad was a calculus teacher at the school. The other one was like, uh, a, like a Chinese or Korean immigrant guy who like couldn't speak English really. And they both went missing in the middle of gym class. And like the football coach guy, those guys, like, how do we not know where these guys are? They're like the two least likely guys <laughs> to disappear. This is in a teenage horror movie. That's what you are you're proposing to win yeah. the Friday Magic. Like, I got the five one, the two two, and the guy who you targeted me dies. <laughs> if I have nine turns, <laughs> I am not going to yield priority. <laughs> I'm going to somehow get the phantasmal image onto the Merman phantasm without it being killed in response, or the other one being killed, or. I had the 2 2 in play already as well. <laughs> to do this, I only needed. Can't count out that high out. <laughs> right, and, and I can only have one of these in my back. <laughs> and I need two available mana to activate it. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. You have to be so naive. <laughs> uh, Moon Heron moving on, Freaky Flyer. Murder of Crows. It's an interesting card. Murder of Crows is very interesting. There was a time that card would have been like A plus in standard. Three UU for four four flyer. Whenever another creature dies, you may draw a card if you do discard a card. And it's just like air elemental plus. Right. Air elemental was a constructed playable card. Worth Wolpert won a regional championship with it back in the day. And like the people playing that regionals were like Eric Lauer, Dave Price. Right. You know. Probably some eventual Hall of Famers were actually in that. Right. <laughs> so yeah, but not not quite not good enough today. No, I don't think so. Rooftop Storm. Rooftop. This card's very interesting. I'm, I'm, I actually, what would make it better? Like, because five fives aren't really good enough for five anymore, and they're just because of dismember. Like, if 
If there were no dismember, could we consider playing Murder? Probably not. It's still at Fast by Five Fives for Four, right? Yeah, it's just... It's just not big enough. It just doesn't do anything super exciting. It's like, its ability is completely dependent on all your other... Randy Mueller added you on Google Plus. Yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. So... Who's up zombie city wanting to play that one? I want to play that in Commander, for sure. Like, there's so many good zombies that you just want to play. So, in, like, standard, it's just... Like, there's, like, oh, Blade Wing, there isn't for free. Gonna get this dragon back and. So, like, what's your goal here? To accumulate a billion zombies in your hand, play Rooftop Storm, and then drop them all? I mean, you can do a lot of different stuff. Like, the thing with, you can, uh, depending if you have Tress, Lord of Tressahorn, you can do a lot of stupid stuff. As oh, as your commander. As your commander, you're like, I play him for free. And then I sack him, and I, or I sack these guys, and then I play him, I pay two, and I play him again, and I do. Like, there's the ability to do something very abusive with this at Lord of Tressahorn. Oh, so its name is Rooftop Storm. Yeah. So it might actually be the case that <laughs> you use the zombies in a more, let's say, productive fashion. Yeah. For, I mean, so it like, it's like, hush, hon, adults are talking. <laughs> There's a few that's called Yeah, yeah, it's quite, it kind of makes me okay. What do you think about runic repetition? This feels like a card that we've, we've certainly, you know, you talk about a flashback yeah. format, we saw a pull from Eternity get played, like... This card might be a real card. Return target exiled card with flashback you own three mana. For like a for like a second rate regrowth. Three mana to get back like again, think about this. this you're, you're, you're not gonna have one more than one of this in your deck. Like but like what if you got back pull from return I mean uh Divine Reckoning. Yeah, it gets like a What if what if you got back I mean it can't get back anything you flashback Using Snapcaster Mage, like you can't do anything because it has to have the card has to have flashback. I actually think that I will be pretty commonly using Snapcaster Mage to discount the flashback. Oh yeah, absolutely, so I, absolutely, absolutely. Like you know, it's not like you're giving anything up because you're gaining tempo, right? If you don't do it, then you're just giving up the mana. Plus, if you have Snapcaster Mage, you can do this twice. You can actually. I, I'm a seller on this one. I I am. I'm not a buyer, but I'm, I've got to watch. I've got to. I've got to. You watch flagged it, it in your yeah. I flagged it. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think. I think this card's interesting. I. I would not be shocked to see some sort of like Guillaumish versus Guillaumish person several years in the future. Where I was thinking more Japanese players. Sure, <laughs> no. sure. But like, I, I mean, I, they've got to have a good deck someday, right? Yeah. But not if they're playing Runic Repetition. I, I mean, this card. This card. I think this card. I, 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 I think you see where you're going. I, I, I see people playing one of this. Alright. I don't. Also, if like, people are like playing any kind of, like, I'm going to just destroy or exile a card from your graveyard, that has flashback, or... I, I think that this is a potentially playable card. So it's, a, it's a cunning, wish-like card. I think that's... You had to have already flashed it back. How long is this game going? That's the... the I, I think that's that we're... Your expectation is that I, you already flashed it back. I think that we are getting to... I think that there are going to be scenarios that go very, very long in this format. Yeah, I think the Masterpiece Mirror Match is going to be fast. Right, and, and, then I think, and I think a card like this is the kind of card that breaks that open. Okay. Like, what if you got your... your, your We're already playing the UU4 insane Debtor's Mail card. You really think this is going to matter? I don't We're, know. like, playing three Primeval Titans now? They're like, oh, well, guess what? I'm going to flash back my Divine Reckoning. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Maybe you won't get three for one against me next turn. Oh wait, you did again. <laughs> I should have had I should have had the the Tomohiro Kaji sideboard <laughs> instead of the Shui Nakamura sideboard. This is BS. 
uh, Selhoff Occultist. 2U for 2-3, whatever Occultist or another creature dies, target player puts that card in his or her library into his heart. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, right. I mean, it makes... It makes, like, a Wrath or something. I mean, it's... Or another creature dies, so, like, on a board where both players have a lot of creatures or... Maybe you can... Uh, I just would never play yeah, yeah. it. Like, it's just, just like sensory yeah, deprivation. Yeah, 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 you just yeah. would never play yeah, it. Yeah, sensory deprivation. Actually, and actually, that card might not be bad. If we're sensory playing, deprivation. If we're playing mono blue or blue-green, I'm actually... We have this member, right? Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Silent Departure is a boomerang for creatures that you can flash back. I like that card. That costs sorcery. It's yeah. Uh, Scab Goliath is not as good as Scabberinator. True Scabberinator, one of the top ten cards in the set, I'd say. I mean, so we were arguing about, like I said, we were arguing about this today. I don't have it. On, on Twitter. I don't know. It's it's certainly top five to top ten. I think it's top ten. It's a good goif. But it's just a goif. Okay? Like, this card is pretty comparable to Abyssal Persecutor. That's what, that's what level power I would, that would be. I think this card's better than Abyssal Persecutor. I don't know. It... There's a severe, there's a severe deck design limitation on this card. If this were just like a Serendipity, it would be phenomenal, right? Right. But you got to play this basically in a green deck. Here's, here's the thing. You, you can, you, you there's nothing wrong with that. Like, it, it limits. What, the what I'm saying, the things that make this card good, are not its ability to cast the card early in the game. You think it's relentlessness? I think it's relentlessness. Exactly. First, here's, here's the thing. I think it it birthing pods out. It's awesome. As super aggressively. Pods. Like, enough so that I'm thinking about playing Reassembling Skeleton and Birthing Pod to just, like, churn out an army of this. I, I think it's basically a Vengevine. Yes, very, very much. That's so. what I think of it as. Uh, it plays super well with Sun Titan. Okay. Right? Like, oh, you killed my Ruinator. Excellent. Play, play, play. Sun Titan. Get back my Phantasmal Image. Phantasmal Image, my Sun Titan. Get back my Ruinator. Hello! I have 17 points of power. Well, I can't count that. <laughs> I think it's a fantastic card. Um, I just don't have to count five. And then, and then the thing is, right, like, you know, again, we talked about this idea of playing that back from the brink. Like, this thing has back from the brink built into it. I, it's right? a bench fine. Yeah, right, you get to bench the... are good. You get to the end of the game, but it's better than... Like, it's like, not better than... No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Is, at the, at the, speed at the closing... At the, the closing rounds of the fight, yeah. Vengeon was not as good, right? Because you had There to, might be four of him coming. But you had to have two creatures. You're drawing one card turn. Like the thing you is the three creatures with this. At the end of the game, like your your yard is stopped. I agree it's a fine card. I just don't think it's top up. Tell you what, this'll be the I deal. Mean, if I can off the top of my head and I have not looked at the next three colors, name five cards that we agree are better, then then he's I, not top I'm not, I'm not, he's not I'm top five. I'm not disagreeing with you. I I think but I think he's right, he's right in there. Nullrod card, what was the name of that one? Um, I don't remember. Whatever, <laughs> Nullrod card, Snapcaster. Nevermore. Okay, Nevermore, Snapcaster Mage, Liliana, Forbidden Alchemy, Ancient Grudge. I don't know about Ancient Grudge. Oh, you don't know about Ancient Only the good best card and expended every time it's legal. Sure. But it might not be top five in the set. Might not be. It's number one in extended it's, consistently. It's, it's, it's a utility card. It's a good card. Yeah, so Scabrunner, also quote, a good card. No, I think Scabrunner is better than Grudge. I think it's, this is just, this yeah, is just, a, I think it's a relentless card that's going to kill your opponent. Like, I think Ancient Grudge is a sideboard card. Right. Garrick. I think this card's better than Garrick. Alright, uh, 
Whatever crime in the name you're going to say is better. No, 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 that's not true. I mean, I agree that I, 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 I agree Mage, that Mage is better. Lilrod. I think Lilia, Lilrod's better. Lilion is clearly better. And, and, uh, uh, what was the other one I named? I didn't even name the You named one. Ancient Grudge. What's your other one? No, I named five cards. I said Snapcaster Mage, Forbidden Alchemy, Liliana, Nullrod, and then I named Ancient Grudge, and that's the one you're calling right. on. Yeah. Okay, the fact that I can't name a playable green card. <laughs> problem on it. Mulch is probably not better than this. No, one. no. Oh, you said Forbidden Alchemy. Yeah. But oh, you named it. Okay. I named five cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, there are other colors, I guess. Oh, wait, uh, let me think. Uh, Geist of Blue White. That card's very good. I don't know what yeah. that card It's a legend. Yes, it's hexproof. It's pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll name it up. Like, like, it just dies to a taxi. Like, all right, take four, block it. Like, I, I think the Geist of, of St. Troft is, is good, but I think it's a little, people are getting a little overly excited about that card. I don't think it's better than this. Oh, 013 is better than this, for sure. I, I don't agree. 013 is next to... If you untap with 013 with the Counterspell or, like, even a white equivalent of a Counterspell in your hand, there are most decks in the format can't beat you anymore. That's why I wanted to play Poison, so that you don't ever lose to 013. I, I that mean, guy's literally Sharon Carter. She's out there, she's Agent 13, she's wearing some sexy dress. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big buyer on that card, but... Really? Yeah. I think it's very good. I, you know what I want to do? I want you to activate your 013, and then I am going to twist image in response. Does that kill me? Yes. I'm pretty sure. I, I think it kills it, and then it uses the last known value. Which was zero toughness, which is why it died. No, it's in the graveyard at zero toughness. It triggers, and then it uses the last known value. Which was zero. So I don't get zero. It went, oh, my toughness is zero. I'm dead. So it's like, what was the last toughness of the tree? Zero. I would be dead. Yeah. Man, twist damage is so good. Twist damage is so good. I still think... Okay, the best card in Innistrad is twist damage. I'll we'll figure out a card that's better than this. Right. It's just a goif. Goifs are good. It's a goif vine. It's, it's, but it's, it's such... It has severe design. I agree. You have to... You have to... Like any other card. It's like Snapcaster Mage. That's so if you're done. No. Snapcaster Mage... You have got instincts and sorceries in your graveyard. You have to have some. But you don't have to... Like, you can just get value... You can just get taxi and probe them and you have value off of the Snapcaster sure. Mage. Like, this thing... You, you can't value. even cast it unless you have some sort of... Like... I understand. Rube Goldberg device. I'm not gonna, I don't expect to cast this card very often. I expect that when I cast it, it's going to be the last spell cast in that game. Yeah, almost so you're time. almost saying it's a corner case card. I'm actually being That's more not a corner case card. I think you build around this card. I'm saying I'm willing to play reassembling skeletons just so I get to play with this card. Hold on a second. Unburial Rites is a better card than this. No. Unburial Rites is pretty freaking good. Unburial Rites is, 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 is a somewhat expensive card. I don't think it's better than this. Four mana for, like, Jinkataxia's Primeval Titan. It sets up perfectly with Liliana and, and Forbidden Alchemy. I agree that it sets it's up It's like those cards were, like, built to destroy I, people. I, I, I agree. Like, here's you. a machine that will beat players that are... You know, it's like the, the classic Aaron Forsythe. Draw two cards if you're better than your opponent. Like, <laughs> that's like half of the cards that Aaron Forsythe has. like, hmm, better than your opponent, draw two cards. <laughs> If you're worse than an opponent, don't identify that this card is good. <laughs> True or false? True. I, 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 I think this, I think you're being 
I think it's good. I can't believe you think Ancient Grudge is better. Ancient Grudge is not, Ancient Grudge is not a card, it's a card you're going to bring out of your sideboard. Like, Ancient Grudge, when Ancient Grudge does something, is awesome. Like, the thing is, Ancient Grudge is just going to be dead in matchups. Alright, let's keep going. Uh, I, I need to get to another color so I can figure out a card that's better than Snapcaster Mage is just what I would talk about. This possibly card. number one. Yeah, I, I think it's the best card in the set. It's so good. It's Here's a better question. Not where does Snapcaster rank in Innistrad? Where does Snapcaster rank among all two drops? How about among all invitational cards? I mean, it's worse than Bob. It's worse than Chris. Is it? Is it worse than Chris? I think it might be Bob Snapcaster Mage, Chris, Ranger of Eos. I mean, Ranger and Chris have both won Pro Tours. I understand. Do you, do you, do you honestly, would you bet against Snapcaster Mage in Hawaii? He's handsome. <laughs> He's a handsome fella. We're going to get you some big flaring shoulder pads. Today, Lauren is like, I'm not going to use a mirror anymore. I'm just going to have a foil Snapcaster Mage. <laughs> we can keep going. I mean, that card is obviously really good. You think it's number one? I think Liliana's number one. She's just brutal. I, 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 think, like, I think they jockey back and forth. Like, Snapcaster Mage is, is great for value. You know, right. it, it, sometimes it'll be... I mean, when you twist an image somebody twice in, for value in a game, like, both times they, they got value, it's going to feel pretty brutal. But Liliana is unbeatable. If you don't if you don't deal with her on the spot, right. she just kills you. Like, and, like, your best case scenario is, like, you're going to end up at her ultimate in your face. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, Imagine you're like in the masterpiece mirror, you're like bird go, and they're like bird go, and you're like Liliana, eat it. They're like, bother keep playing. Like it's, it's over. Like, right. I mean, the game is going to continue for a grinding ten turns. Right. But it's over. Yep. Like yep. it's. How many games? We can over. How many games of limited do you think are going to be like your opponent's like Invisible Stalker, and you're like, mm, no, and then they're like. Spectral Flight on my Invisible Stalk. High five. <laughs> I might play this card against Struck, and I like it. <laughs> Flying plus two plus two for two. I mean, it's... Baloo doesn't get cards like this. It's gas. I'm, we could play this in the Infect deck. You're like, first turn closer to second... All right, actually. First turn closer to second... I, I, I'd be a buyer on that. I'd do it. They're like, bolt it. You're like, uh... Mutagenic growth. Mutagenic growth. Still dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, like, they have shock a, now. They don't have bolt. They don't have shock. They have, like, galvanic blast. <laughs> sure. Um, so, yeah, you think this card has got a... I we're playing, like, a blue-red aggro. I mean, I, I, I could talk about wanting to play it, but, I mean, I don't really think I would play it. Can you imagine that you're like... You know, like get, get all your value out of your Snapcaster Mage, and then like you're like, oh, are you tapped out? Four, three, flying Snapcaster Mage. Snapcaster is really good. All right, uh, so Stitch Drake. Uh, so this is the same casting cost as a Scambruinator. Uh, you only, except you only need to exile one creature card from your graveyard. Three, four, flying. That card's fantastic. How do you get a creature in your graveyard? Are there cyclers I can play? <laughs> It seems like that would be a high potential card. Yeah. Yeah. And what are you What are you doing? Uh, so, that you, so this is a card that you can more reliably cast. Yeah. Than Scamper Ruinator. I mean, it's just a freaking Serendib, right? 
Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny that this card is not getting more talk, right? Like, historically, this card has been bonkers in Magic. And it has no nug you for one a turn? No, nothing. I mean, you just play out your your cheapies, get a trade in, and then just play it. If they don't kill it on the spot, you're sorting this guy up the next turn, right? Pretty much. It's hard to kill. I mean, he, every, everyone can be dismembered, but... By, by the way, I feel like we're going to get to some point where if dismember doesn't get banned, that you're just going to play four Apostles Blessing in every deck. Like, By the way, I was thinking about, like, Snapcaster Mage Apostles Blessing is also just... You know, it's like, oh, pay one, protect my guy. Like, do that. Oh, back yesterday, pay one, protect my guy. Like, that. I don't understand how they put up a band list, and there's a card that's just like. This number might be the most warping card of all time. I, it, I, you, 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 I hate it. it. I hate it so much. How often have I talked about hating a magic card? Like, I'm, I'm fairly optimistic, I'm fairly positive. Do you know how I many. I effing loathe this card. How many. Overgrown battlements I have dismembered in just random deck over the years. It's just, it, it, the worst one you're playing against a blue white deck, and you're playing an aggro deck like Poison or something, and this random blue white deck with his with his open Sea Chrome Coast dismembers you. I played in the 75k yeah. in Chicago across two formats. You were dismembered by seven rounds. Dismembered by, I was dismembered by every single deck. Every single deck, including in modern. Including in modern. Like, the card is... It's so good. I mean, it's a colorless plow. Like, yeah. It stops the Exarch Twin combo. And people, are, and people people, are just like, oh, well, you know, it's four lights. It doesn't matter. Like, the, the ability to just stay on your plan and, like, have to just, like, leave one mana open, like... Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. So, anyway. I, I mean, I think Stitch Tricks is very good. We can play in the blue deck. Oh, we certainly could. What What are we doing to, to get... It doesn't matter. You just play... He's like a... He's like a... He's like your dragon. You play him with five mana open after somebody's died and you have mana leak. He's just your dragon. Sure. Then you go sort him up the next turn and they're dead. Because he flies and he now is pro-black. <laughs> Can't be dismembered anymore. Uh, Stitcher's Apprentice... One, two, for two. Just like, Expensive ability. Yeah. You know, no. Whatever. Stormgeist, five mana for an XX. Number of cards in your hand. Do you have something really impressive? It's a fly, and whenever he deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. And he's five, five, Mount Morrow, flying. I wish there were a deck. With a Fidian, yeah. I mean, like, he's just dying to dismember. Like, it's... Yeah, you already have six cards in your hand. <laughs> it, it, it's just... Like, you can't... It's okay for Snapcaster Mage to die this member. It's even okay for Stitch Drake to die this member. He costs two less mana than Stormgeist. Yeah. But you're, like, tapping five mana for something. you got to get some Val out of it, or you're going to lose. Is it really just dismember fights? Like, it's just dismembers, Twisted Images, and Spell Skites? Yeah. By, by the way, this Twisted Image and Dismember lets you kill a uh, Scammer Rotator. Twisted Image and Dismember. Yeah, because it becomes a 5-6. 6-5. Six. Uh, six, oh, okay. Anyway. This uh, is so good. Think twice. This is oh, one of your favorite cards. Always right? loved it. Never been good. <laughs> is it good now? Probably not. I have it in a bunch of decks, but I mean, it's a kind of power. <laughs> I have it in a lot of brew decks, but if I ever actually play in the tournament, I bomb the tournament. Right. So it can't be that good. It costs so much mana. Like I've made arguments for it many times over the years, but it's just it's it's an opportunity cost card. But they affect three men draw a card. I guess it's free. 
I, I'm going to end up planning it. Obviously. But, I mean, we could go Drago, but... Well, I mean, it's, it's, it seems like it's very good for, the other It seems like it's very good with Forbidden Alchemy. Just like the ability to just like... Very good but I'm saying, with the ability to just like dump it in your yard and convert it for yeah. a car. I can see that. You know what would be really good if we had Teferi? <laughs> I feel a lot better a lot of these choices if we had Teferi. Yeah, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Am I, Undead Alchemist actually seems like it could be a real card. Four mana for a 4-2. What's its text? So, I, I don't think you, you have to think of this as not a creature. And you have to think of it's this an as engine. a spell. It's an engine. So, if a zombie you control would deal combat damage to a player, instead, that player puts that many cards to the top of his or her library into his or her graveyard. And then, whenever a creature card is put into an opponent's graveyard from his or her library, exile that card, which is not irrelevant, and put a 2-2 black zombie creature token onto the battlefield. You're not crazy, but not only does it die to dismember, it dies to shock. Yeah, yeah, obviously... But, like, there's also going to be matchups for those cards, just like you bring it in out of the sideboard, and you're just like, ah. The problem is, I've often thought about sideboarding these matchups in the past where you're playing against green-white decks or straight-blue decks. Like, this is dependent on there being, like, a zombie deck. It, it's not even that. It's just, like... But I guess you're doing all this work. It's just like when we were talking about... Like, Phyrexian Obliterator should be one of the greatest creatures of all time, in theory, right? Right. But it's unplayable. You're talking about a card that's significantly more fragile than Phyrexian Obliterator at the same casting cost. Sure. It... That well, I mean, not the same casting cost. It, actually, a much easier casting cost that's also unplayable. Like, that's the thing. Like, as long as we have these cards that... Like, green, green-white aggro, poor dismember. <laughs> like, blue-white control, three dismember plus one. You know? Mono-black, zero, zero dismember, four dismember on the sideboard. Eight dismember... You know, like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. you know, like... Red deck wins, zero dismember, four dismember on the sideboard. Every single deck. Like, you just can't... There's no there's no open for a card like this anymore. Back in the day, they'd be like, oh, I'm going to play a Jushi Apprentice, and nobody can kill it. Would this card have been terrible to 4-4? Four, four? Like, no, because you can still beat the same I'm saying, like, I don't even understand. Because they don't want it blocking green yeah. creatures. All right. That's the thing. So, blue cards. Number one. Snapcaster Mage. I have Forbidden Alchemy, Snapcaster Mage. Both are really good. Um, we really like Delver of Secrets and Sectors. Yeah, I'm surprised at that. It's good. Uh, there's actually a couple deranged assists that was a card we thought was really good. And then, obviously, the... the Fortress Crab. No, Invisible Stalker. Invisible Stalker. Is going to be a really significant creature. Right. And then... It just has the right abilities, you know? Right. Yeah. No, it it seems... Can you imagine how abusive that card would be at one? Like, it would just be, like, the best one drop offensively of all time. It would enable so many strats. I I love Scab Ruinator. You like Scab Ruinator. I think it's a very good card. It's like my position on... On Dark Confidant. I never said it was bad. Oh, it's thank you. Thank you. You just vindicated me. You're like, it's like my position of Dark Confidant. People are like, everywhere are like, oh, I guess BDM's right then. <laughs> Alright, that's it for blue. We like pretty much the same card. Oh, and also Stitch Drake's very good. St- Stitch Drake, actually, as we're talking, it was a card I've yeah. been ignoring. And as we're talking about it, I'm just like, yeah. Imagine like the one one drop guy, you're like, oh, I'm a little disappointed they killed it, you know, before it flipped. Or even if it did flip it, get it, get damage, or it flips and you block like a 2 2 red guy because you don't want to take damage. Like, oh, yeah. here's my 3 4. Do it again? No? Alright, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think there's aggro strategies? Right? There's like, uh, there's whatever the homunculus that blocks and you draw a card if it dies. Like I'm saying, like, you could actually even just build a deck where, like, you're like, oh, you're playing an aggro. Actually, there's something wrong with looting. You just loot. Oh yeah, that's true. We have looter. Looter might be 
Or if you just cast Forbidden Alchemy and then cast this. <laughs> it's not that yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All right. That's blue. All right. We'll be back.